Are you ready? It's time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. You heard it. It is time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Gray, here with my co-host, Tom Abbey. Hey, everyone. Special Thanksgiving edition of our podcast tonight. Uh, where we're going to add in selections for all three of the NFL games on Thanksgiving Day. And then we'll go through our normal process, three NCAA picks, three NFL picks each, and best bets, money line wagers. So we've got a nice show for you here tonight. Excited to go over the Turkey Day edition. Yeah. And uh, we've added some wrinkles to that. Let's start, though, with a recap of last week's performance, Tom. Last week we were five and one in college football. Really, real nice weekend. Bunch of winners. Um, NFL two and four. Two of those being our money line shots. So, um, not a bad weekend overall at seven and five with both of our locks coming through. Yeah, what were they, Tom? Let's uh, let's just recap what we had. What were the the best wagers that we had last weekend? Uh, my lock was USC coming through, and then your lock, your favorite of the week, was Pitt. Yeah, uh, Pitt Panthers at plus three. Yeah, and a lot of people, uh, you could have got that line much better, closer to kickoff. Yes. Because some COVID issues came out about Pitt prior to the game, and I saw that line climb to like six and a half, and uh, it was still, fortunately, didn't affect a lot of the main players there for Pitt, but boy, did they dominate that football game. It was exactly how I thought it would go, and and you, those are the moments that are so rewarding when you're handicapping football. Yeah, so, a big winner. What was your favorite winner of the weekend there, Tom? Anything that stood out to you? Um, the the favorite was was the Rams plus the four at Tampa Bay. It was nice to to see them come through. Um, you know, I, I like both of these teams, but Rams winning on the field was was not what I expected. I just expected them to keep it close. So Mississippi State plus twenty five felt pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, they had a chance to win that game outright yeah. at times. So, uh, you know, that one that one was nice. Um, Saturday felt good to me. Like, I, I felt like I was finally locked in in college football and finding the opportunities like we talked about. So, um, I, you know, NFL was a different story. I struggled a bit last weekend. Um, I don't even know if I – did I have a winner in the NFL last yeah, week? Yeah, you had the Saints winner. Oh. Um, but your losses, Kansas City, they won the game, but they didn't cover in that one. And then you had the Bengals – Money line again. Money line players are a little bit. Yeah, and they lose Joe Burrow when they they, had, they were outgaining their opponent like two fifty to one sixty at that point. They were they were playing perfectly good football, and then Joe Burrow goes down, and very disappointing. Yeah, then uh, I had the Detroit on the money line, and they just couldn't no score. Like just, they didn't even play football. I don't know. They no showed. <laughs> that yeah. was bad. Yeah. So. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we're each going to pick all three games. And in this case, we're actually going to do a coin toss because we don't want to have the same selection on on any of the games. So we're making this a little uh, turkey day competition between Tom and I. The turkey bowl, if you let's, will. Yeah, let's call it the turkey bowl. And uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to toss a coin... Before each game that we pick, we'll start obviously with the first game on the docket uh, this weekend, which is that uh, Houston, Houston and Detroit yep. game. So we'll start there. We're going to toss a coin, 
and the winner will get to make his selection first. And then if you're unfortunately your selection was taken by the person that won the coin toss, well, you better figure something else out. So, yeah. um, Tom, let's uh, go ahead and toss that coin. So call the virtual coin in the air. Yeah, I will call heads. It's tails. It's tails. Tom gets to make the first pick. Well, I like this one because I, I got a good feeling about this one. I'm going to do something crazy, and I'm going to pick the over 51.5 in this one. Houston, Detroit, I don't. neither defense has been very good this year, but both offenses have been solid. Detroit's offense last week, however, but they should be getting some of that back. I know Galladay was a late scratch. He should be good to go. Obviously, we'll see kind of Thursday morning how that goes, but with Galladay back, um, Houston, Detroit, over 51.5. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Detroit plus three here. I think that this is a rebound spot coming off that terrible performance last week. And there's been nothing but shows of support in the locker room for Matt Patricia this week. And that's something I was looking for. Numerous quotes coming out about the, how the entire team is behind him. I think this might be a rally the troops effort. And I think Houston's not that good either. My concern yeah. is whether or not they can stop Deshaun Watson in that offense. Sure. That team looks different than they did earlier in the season. But they're defensively still not very good. And I think... You know, we've got Thanksgiving Day, the early kick in Detroit. I just think the situation bodes well for Detroit. Houston coming in fat and happy after getting another victory last yeah. week. And now you get Detroit at home, bitter after a loss, and showing their support for their coach. Um, and I think that was a big thing when I saw that in the media early this week. So give me the Lions plus three. And now it's time to toss the coin. You call it, Tom. All right, I'm going to go with Tails. And it is tails. Tom gets yes. to go again in the Washington football team and Dallas Cowboys game. Oh, this game's gross, first of all. <laughs> I mean, who do you take here? You take Washington, who has looked better with Alex Smith at quarterback. Their defense. Pass you know, rush is good. Pass rush is good. Dallas has looked a little bit better the last two weeks. The number, the over-under is pretty low. I'm going to take the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Give me the Cowboys minus the three. I think that both of these teams realize that they're actually competing for something now. Uh, I think Andy Dalton being back, having a couple weeks, he's he's good enough to, to keep the rest of that team up. All right. Well, I'm going to go, uh, in this case, with under 46. Yeah. I like the Redskins' pass rush against uh, the Dallas O-line, which has struggled. They improved last week a little bit. But Minnesota doesn't have the kind of pass rush that Washington's going to bring forward this weekend. I think this game's going to be ugly and kind of, you know, grinding out. I don't see a lot of big plays out of the Washington football team. Uh, Alex Smith, playing quarterback, certainly isn't going to be looking for a bunch of the deep shots. Yeah. Uh, they methodically move the ball down the field. I think they'll be able to play keep away a little bit from that Cowboys team. You know, short passes, mix in a little bit of run game. Uh, give me the under 46 in this spot. All right. You're which, both. by the way, right now, you can play both of our plays in each of those games if you want to. Yes, which is nice. Yeah. And my call, I'll call heads. And now I get to go first. And uh, we've got the Ravens at Steelers, assuming this game is going to happen. Uh, the Ravens have all kinds of COVID issues. They're going to be without J.K. Dobbins. 
They're going to be without Mark Ingram. That's going to put Lamar Jackson in the backfield with the Gus Bus. The Gus Bus, yeah. They've had all kinds of injuries on that Ravens team. They're coming off a really tight effort in that um, game against Tennessee that was more than likely emotionally draining. There was the fighting, you know, the... Yeah, the, chippy. The, yeah, the stuff going on on the field before the game where Tennessee took midfield on them. I don't think Tennessee's been playing that well, and they managed to win that game in overtime. I think that Pittsburgh at minus 5.5 here still is worth a play. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest Pittsburgh guy, but situationally I don't see how Pittsburgh can uh, it does not come out on top comfortably here in this game. Um I'm just concerned about that Baltimore offense without those running backs, with the other injuries that team stuff suffered. You know, Ronnie Stanley's out. Uh, T.J. Watt's going to wreak havoc in the backfield. Yeah, give me give me the Steelers in prime time on Thursday night. All right. So originally my pick was going to be the Steelers as well. So I have to pivot. I don't want to pivot to Baltimore. So I'm going over under here, and I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the under 45 and a half. I, I have my concerns about the offense of Baltimore scoring points against uh, a Steelers defense that really gets after the passer, makes big plays. Um, can Baltimore sustain uh, drives with Gus Edwards and Lamar just toting the rock? Um, will their play-action passes be as effective without Ingram? Without Dobbins, I really don't see it. And I don't think Pittsburgh's offense is electric. I think they've done enough in most of their games. And so give me a game that I think is going to end up being a little, little old school. little, And then uh, give me the under 45.5. I did want to say one thing. One of my favorite parts of football this, this weekend was Romo and Nance talking about the chippiness. And then Nance saying, we got to come up with something better than chippy. Because chippy's like, it seems so benign. And, the, and uh, Romo saying hostile. Yeah. So hostile's the new the new term instead of chippy. So I, I like that a lot. That's yeah. Really well done by those two. Yeah. Uh, should, be, awesome. uh, should be a fun day Thursday. There's a couple of college games on Thursday as well. And then a nice slate of college games on Friday. So oh, yeah. there's going to be sports to watch all weekend long starting Thursday. College Hoops kicks off tomorrow, Wednesday. We're recording on Tuesday this week. So we can get these Thanksgiving Day picks out to you guys. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think plenty of sports action going this weekend. Plenty of turkey, plenty of naps, plenty of adult beverages. For sure. It's my kind of weekend. Let's uh, move on, Tom, and let's talk about a little college football here let's. this weekend. And let's make some picks. Let's talk about what's been going on out there in the college football world. Um, Northwestern, boy, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Getting that performance against Wisconsin. I think that Northwestern team is pretty legitimate this year. They're playing good football and uh, could make for a nice matchup with Ohio State. Yeah, I think Northwestern's pretty good. It, it's so hard to tell. I was We were watching some of the BCS um, coverage with some of the, the rankings coming out, and you know people really have your work cut out for you trying to decide who's better when you don't get to see teams playing other conferences. You're only beating up on each other. So yeah, uh, it's, it's very interesting to see how some of these teams will be ranked against each other as we, we kind of go through. But, I mean, Northwestern surviving COVID, 5-0, and beating, getting the big win against Wisconsin. Their last three games, Michigan State, Minnesota, Illinois, going to be favored in all of them. Yeah. 
looking looking like they should be able to run the table here and um, have a matchup with also undefeated Ohio State, you would assume. Yes. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll jump right in with my first pick, if you don't mind, Tom. Let her rip. Georgia, South Carolina, under 49 and a half. Georgia plays solid defense against the run, and SC can't throw the ball right now. Um, South Carolina struggled this season, but defensively they've been okay. I'm not sure I see South Carolina getting to 14 points in this spot. I, I love the under here. Give me under 49 and a half. I think that line's going to go down as the weekend goes on, too, so you, know, you might want to pay attention early. I like it. I, I was looking at this game earlier. I told you, and I the the spread's big, too, and I'm like, I don't know if Georgia's even going to get that many points. So Right. Um, UB Bulls, I'm taking our, our own UB Bulls. Anyone else notice that they had a running back run for 300 yards last week in a game? Yeah. It is and absolutely insane. Did you see that uh, Patterson, the Patterson brothers, both won MAC Offensive and Defensive Players of the Week in the same week? That's pretty awesome, too. I did not know that part. Yeah, UB is playing some really good football right now. They're playing against Kent State, minus 7.5. They're at home. They've just been so dominant on both sides of the ball. They're forcing fumbles at a ridiculous rate, which obviously can't be sustained, but you can run the ball like that all day, every day. And then the, they're making big plays through the passing, like big chunk plays through the passing game. Uh, nothing to be afraid of. Give me the, I'll give up 7.5 with them against pretty much any team in the MAC. Yeah, they're playing great football. And Next? Uh, yeah. Next, we're going to the Iron Bowl. Iron, some rivalries just bring out the best in you. And when I see a rivalry game with a spread of 24.5, give me the points. Uh, Alabama's better than Auburn. Yeah, I get it. But are they 24.5 points better? I do not think so. I think Auburn, this is their game. This is the chance to, to really stick it to Alabama. You know, you had a couple losses early that, that sting, but now you have a chance to give it back to your rival. They're going to give it everything they have. They're going to pull out trick plays, fourth and twos. They're going for it. Uh, Alabama has everything to lose. Auburn has nothing at this point. So give, give me those 24.5 points. That's such a huge spread. And Alabama's not going to, in this situation, they're not going to risk anything if they're up 21 points. You know, they're not, they're not going to, late in the game, they're not going to be trying to pile it on. They get a win in their rivalry game by 21. Nobody's going to downgrade them because yeah, of that. Absolutely. All they need to do is run the table. This isn't a spot where they're going to be looking to open it up, I don't think. And I'm not sure they'd be capable of doing so yeah. anyway. So um, I, I expect the Auburn offense to do enough to, to hang in there. So should be a fun game on uh, Saturday. And uh, I'll move on to my second pick. And I'm going to go back to the ACC here. And I'm looking at a situation again that I really like the matchup in and it's not just the not just the game as a whole but particular areas of the game I'm going to take Louisville plus one and a half over Boston College Louisville has had a uh, tremendously bad turnover differential the Louisville defense is number 10 in the nation against the pass and Boston College has been completely one-dimensional this year. They throw the ball on 53% of their plays, which ranks 26th in the nation. Boston College ranks near the bottom of FBS in yards per carry, so they're not going to be able to take advantage of the soft spot of Louisville's defense. Boston College is number 21 in the nation in turnover differential, which indicates that they've had some really good turnover luck so far. 
I like Malik Cunningham and what he does in the backfield there with Louisville. I think he's going to get enough points, and I think that the matchup of Louisville's pass defense against Boston College's pass offense puts Louisville in a favorable spot here. Give me the Cardinals, plus one and a half. All right, what's your next one? Uh, my final college pick of the weekend. We're going to go to the Big Ten now. And Indiana's having a great season. They really are. And, and Tom Allen is doing a great job there. I'm a big fan of his uh, coaching. And I, I don't know that he'll be at Indiana a whole lot longer. I think that he'll get an opportunity at a big school. But this week, I'm going to take Maryland, plus 11 and a half. Indiana is coming off a monstrous all-in effort against Ohio State last week where they just came up short. That likely knocked them out of any chance at winning the Big Ten. Who's on deck? Wisconsin. Massive flat spot here for Indiana, while Maryland returns to action for the first time since 11-7. The Maryland drubbing week one against Northwestern isn't nearly as bothersome now, considering it, it basing, basically seeing how good Northwestern is and considering the, the minus four turnover differential in that game. Give me Maryland plus 11.5 against Indiana in the Hoosier flat spot. The Hoosiers. Hold on, i got to find my own. All right. So a little miscue there with the app going down, but nothing to be lost. We're good. Save the file. Let's roll. Tom's final pick. Final pick. I think I'm a little ahead of the curve on this team, so I'm going to keep going to the well until the well dries up. I'm going back to South, 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 Southern California. Give me USC minus 11.5. They're hosting Colorado. Colorado does have a couple wins to start the season, uh, but I, I just think that South... Yeah, I keep saying South. <laughs> Southern California is better. USC's got more talent. They've kind of hit their stride offensively. They look very good. Um, a, a nice win against Utah last week. I'm going to expect them to continue. I think they're really going to compete here for the championship in the pack, whatever it is now, 12, yeah. 10, 8. Um, so we'll, I'm going to keep going to them until the line catches up in Vegas because I think they're a little behind on these guys. All right. So uh, Louisville is my lock this week, by the way, Tom. I Louisville's the lock. I didn't right. put that down. Auburn's my lock. There they're, you go. I, that line's just scary. Yeah. Let's move to the NFL, Tom. Give me your first pick in the NFL this Sunday. NFL. Let me know oh, who, yeah. who you like. Uh, Sunday, Monday, whatever you got. <laughs> uh, his birthday. Uh, <laughs> my first. I'm going with my money line right out the gate because I saw this and it jumped out at me. Um, rivals going at it. Everything on the line. I have Tennessee plus 170 on the money line against a Colts team. These teams match up really well. I don't think. Either way, it's going to be a big blowout. I know the Colts had beat them on a Thursday night game by a couple scores, but it got out of hand late kind of deal. Give me Tennessee plus the 170 in the revenge game. It seems like a season where these two teams are destined to split. Yeah. You know, the way that the way that they've the, the season is shaken out for both of them, you know, and both teams are coming off massive wins last week. So, you know, this is a big spot for them to determine who wins that division. You know everything's on the line here, and, and uh, I, I trust Vrabel to make some adjustments here and, and make some things work. Um, should be a really fun game. Definitely going to be a fun game. So, uh, all right, I'll jump into my college fo- or my NFL picks for the week. And uh, you know what? I'll start with my money line pick of the week. 
And uh, this pick is not going to be very popular. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers at plus 210 against Buffalo. And here's my rationale for it. The Chargers are in the top 12 in the league against the pass in completion percentage, yards per pass, and pass yards per game. So they're better than the top half, and they're playing against a team that has been entirely one-dimensional thus far in Buffalo. Uh, The Chargers' offense returns Austin Eckler this week against the number 28 rush defense in the NFL. I think Justin Herbert has a lot of the same traits as Josh Allen. Uh, I think these guys should really be compared to each other as peers for several years to come. Uh, I, I like this game to be closer than expected, and at plus 210, I think it's worth a shot with a team that's had the lead against a lot of teams this year. Hasn't been able to hold it, but we'll see if they can get it done here with the return of Eckler, who I think is, is you know, he's a really, really good football player, and I think it could be a big boost to that offense that's already been very productive. And then I will move on as quickly as possible to avoid the fury of Bills fans <laughs> to Las Vegas, minus three and a half over Atlanta. Atlanta is dead last against the pass, and they'll be required to focus on stopping Josh Jacobs. The Falcons should also score some points, but I don't see how or where the stops are going to come from with this Atlanta defense. They're, both teams are coming off losses last week. I don't see any major situational advantage for anyone here. This is just flat out. Carr is playing great football. He's balling out. He is playing football. He had a game-winning score last week. I mean, game-winning drive, made the throw. Yeah. Mahomes just had too much time. Yep. So, to me, seeing what Carr is doing there in the passing game, as well as that great running game, the offensive line protects him. I just think that it's going to be too much. It's going to overwhelm the Falcons and give me the minus three and a half. I expect that to go up as the weekend moves on. One thing about what Carr's doing that's impressive as well is the cast of characters. He's got um, Zay Jones, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar looks really both good. These, both Darren of these Waller is unbelievable. Yeah, Darren Waller is exceptional. But the other, the rest of these guys are guys that have been cast off from other teams. You know. Yeah. Henry Ruggs looking decent Henry as a rookie. Henry Ruggs decent, but the, the two main receivers right now are Aguilar, Jones, like making the big plays. Hunter like Renfro. Hunter Renfro is great in the slot. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're, they're, I think they're a really complete offense right now. It's impressive. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is nasty. Yeah. So I'm going with one that's going to make Kevin happy. I'm taking these Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Give me the Dolphins on the rebound spot. After a disappointing loss, what's better than playing the Jets? Yeah. The only one team in the NFL that's been eliminated from playoff contention already is the Jets. Dolphins are minus seven against them. Uh, I, you know, the, the one thing the Dolphins have been doing really well is beating teams handily, not just eking out some of their games. A lot of them, I think at one point it was, what, three in a row yeah. by, by double digits. So I look to them to get back on that track. The Jets are still just a mess. They have no idea what they want to do. And uh, maybe the Dolphins will be the reason Adam Gates gets fired yet again. Wouldn't that be cute? Um, my last pick for the NFL week is one that b- had both of us scratching our heads and wondering, are we missing something? Is the fix in? What's going on here? But Arizona Cardinals, minus 2.5 at New England. The Cardinals have been red hot. The Patriots have not. Uh, it seems like a no-brainer that the Cardinals will score enough points to make it so New England cannot keep up that that. Patriots offense is just pitiful and the Cardinals can score points all over the place, running, throwing you name it. 
Um, so give me the Cardinals minus the two and a half. I like it. I, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, when you told me, it, I, I mentioned the game to Tom prior to starting the pod, and I was like, what is this number? He's like, well, it's on my card. Yeah. So that would be on my card if it wasn't on Tom's, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so uh, my final pick of the week uh, on the NFL front here, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns minus six and a half over Jacksonville. Cleveland hasn't had, hasn't had a ton of margin in their victories this year, but this situation I think just fits very well for them to go and handle their business in Jacksonville. They The Browns boast one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL. They're like top three in every category. Um, you know, the number of rushes, yards per carry, total yards. You've got Chubb and Kareem Hunt there. Mayfield struggles against pressure, but Jacksonville is dead last in sack rate in the NFL. I think that that Browns offense is going to be able to do whatever they want in this game. I think the Browns defense, who's 10th in the league in sack rate, can create some pressure in the backfield. Whether it's Luton or Mayf- or, or uh, Minshew doesn't really matter. No. If, if it's Luton, then you know rookies make mistakes. Uh the Jaguars get the ball into the hands of Robinson and tend to hang in a lot of games, but I think that one touchdown is easy enough to cover. So give me the minus six and a half with the Browns this week. A little chalky for me. I don't I don't love going with favorites like this, um, but situationally I just I just like where this sits, and I think the Jags have quit on Doug Marone. Yeah, another coach on the hot seat. Yeah, that might be on the next pod. We may have to do a little hot seat. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've heard some people talk about how, at this point, they're just making bets against bad coaches and bad quarterbacks, and that's how they're going through their their process of handicapping games. They're only playing in those spots. That's how I do it every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes that's an opportunity to steal, steal money yeah. from people. But I, I think, I'm, unfortunately, I think I'm going to be on the side of a couple of games that are going to be heavily wagered on in the other in, the in yeah in that direction, and, and I hate doing that. But yeah. I just when I look at the matchups here, I don't see any way that this goes in another direction. Yeah. You know, so I mean, we were we're pretty chalky this week, huh, Tom? Yeah, yeah, four favorites, four favorites in the NFL, and. Four road favorites in the NFL. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> in college, you almost always see me on. I mean, I like the dogs in college. I like the opportunities with the underdogs there. So yeah. I got a couple underdogs and an under this week. What are you most looking forward to about Thanksgiving weekend, Tom? Thanksgiving weekend, besides not having to go to work um, for a few days. It's got to be UNC Notre Dame for you, well, right? Well, UNC on Notre Friday Dame's excited. I mean, just to have my teams back. Last week was depressing. Notre Dame was on a bye. The Bills were on a bye. Watching football was exciting, but it still just it wasn't the same without my team. So I think having Notre Dame back in a decent game against North Carolina, the Bills back against the, the Chargers. I mean, that Bills-Chargers game, I'm probably just going to bet whatever the over is. Whatever, yeah. like whenever I get to it, because I can't imagine either team not scoring a bunch of points. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. And I just love Thanksgiving football. It's great. Yeah, even with three, I mean, two subpar games, unfortunately with the COVID issues in Baltimore, what would have been a really great Thursday night yeah. Thanksgiving game is a little bit deflated, I guess. But you never know in these matchups, you know, these... These divisional matchups, Baltimore will come in ready. You know they're going to be prepared. 
we'll see. We'll see how this game shakes out. You know, they, yeah, Baltimore outplayed them badly in the first game and lost. Yep. So, you know, I, it's just they've lost so much since that time. I don't know if they'll be able to do the same thing again. And uh, it should be it should be a fun Thanksgiving. Uh, what's the best NFL game on the card this weekend that you've seen, Tom? Probably the, the probably the Tennessee Colts game. I mean, they're they're fighting for that division tooth and nail right now. Um, you know, they're both at seven and three. Uh, the Colts won the first game again head to head, so you know it's a huge game for Tennessee. They really need to win it. If the Colts win it, they'll go a game up with two games against them. It really gives them a huge advantage the rest of the way. Um, Kansas City, Tampa Bay Sunday afternoon's awesome. I think that should be a lot of fun. Um, anytime I get to see Mahomes and Brady play, that's that's not so bad. Yeah, and the you know, Bears, Bears, Packers always a good time. Yeah, that line's not even on the board right now, right? I don't even I don't even see it on the I board. I saw it either. earlier. Is it like eight and a half? Green Bay's favorite eight and a half. So yeah, but yeah, it's it's come down. I don't know if there's some changes coming out or what, but. There might have to be a, a switch to Trubisky again in Chicago. The offense is not producing enough with Foles, no. and this losing streak that they've been on just it's not going to cut it. You may have to go back to Trubisky when healthy and and see if he can give them a spark. And don't forget Monday night we have a battle of division winners or division leaders with Seattle and Philly. Yeah, and Philly. presumably it, let's say Seattle wins that game. That NFC East, the the battle on Thanksgiving can be for the lead the in the NFC Absolutely. East between the Washington football team and Dallas. So that should be a lot of fun. Tom, let's just give a quick recap of the Thanksgiving Day picks because you could actually double wager on every one of these games if you wanted yes. to. So for the Houston-Detroit game, I am on the over 51.5. You are on Detroit, the plus three. For the Dallas-Washington football team, I am on Dallas minus the three. You're on the under 46. Uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, you're on Pittsburgh, minus the 5.5. And, and I am on the under 45.5. Yeah, so there's six picks for you on Thursday. And uh, I think that probably Thursday or maybe even tomorrow night, we'll, we'll be active on Twitter sending out some more picks that we see out there. College Hoops kicks off tomorrow. And expect some stuff come, going out on the Twitter account oh, tomorrow. Yeah. College hoops are a blast for gambling purposes. Absolutely. It gives you big reason to watch the games, that's for sure. So uh, I'm excited for the weekend. And uh, tomorrow night we're going to have some dinner and beverages. That should be a great time. We for sure. Uh. All right. Everybody, we'll be back after the Thanksgiving holiday. Everybody have a happy and safe one. And uh, we'll be back with a big week of uh, college and NFL. And we're getting late in the college season now. So there are big implications in everything that happens. So um, look forward to talking to you all next week. Bye. See ya.